Welcome to Jury File. My name is Rona, and this is The Jury Report, where we bring you updates on cases that we are currently working on or following. We wanted to take a moment to bring you an update as we have received many messages about our coverage of this case. And we wanted to also explain why we did not share part two as we also received many messages asking, hey, where's part two? So tonight we bring you part two and several case updates. It was not appropriate to continue sharing details publicly due to the progression of the case at the time. When we work closely on a case with a family or with an investigator or private detective, the investigation takes priority over the reporting of it. And even tonight, there are many details that I'm not going to discuss, not quite yet. First and foremost, Haley was found safe, thankfully, in Bartow County, Georgia with Ryo Ratcliffe. As everyone expected based on the evidence, but the road ahead is far from over. This case, like many we have worked on, highlights the obstacles involved with simply getting help for someone when they need it before something major happens. Jury File will be working behind the scenes to promote change in many of the areas that the Cummings family and many other families have faced. Um, there are many cracks in the system that need to be filled. Well really more like Indiana-sized potholes, but from start to finish, we're, we're going to see this case through, and from trying to act on warning signs and, and getting no help at all, um, these families, they, they suffer the consequences, and the way states respond to families experiencing a crisis like this really matters. Um, the Cummings family, like many others, have definitely had to endure a lot during the last week of uh, their daughter being missing. For those who comment and say not to blame Ratcliffe, this is really not about throwing around blame. This was about finding a missing teenager and seeking justice for, for actions that were taken by an adult. Everyone is entitled to their opinion and their beliefs, but if you have not seen the evidence, I personally wouldn't be too quick to assume that you know what's happening here. Ratcliffe was charged on the afternoon of January 26th with felony interstate interference in custody and a misdemeanor for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Those are his charges so far. We will have more information on those charges pretty soon here. Um, we've been in, in contact and we have some documentation that we'll be able to bring you on the case as it as it proceeds through court. He was booked into the, Bar, um, the Bartow County Sheriff's Office and he's not yet been released as of tonight. His bond was originally set for $7,500. And today it was changed to $6,000. We'll bring you more on that later. While this case was initially viewed as a teen runaway, it really goes much deeper than that. And there are many layers to pull back in this investigation. There's a lot of stigma about teen runaways. Even as we covered this case, we received very negative feedback 
um, about trying to locate her. And what some don't understand is that oftentimes a teen runaway can be experiencing a crisis that perhaps what they are running to is possibly a worse danger than what they may be running from. Some teens run away because they're experiencing a personal crisis, sometimes it's a family crisis, and sometimes there's just outside influences provoking the teen to leave. Perhaps by luring them with promises that appeal to the teen. Manipulation is a form of currency in this situation. Our country is in really experiencing a mental health crisis that we're not properly equipped for and it just leads to incidents of near tragic and sometimes fatal outcomes. It's a situation that we all need to chip in and chip away at until we see results. We'll have more updates on what we plan to do in the future to push for these changes and and just figure out a better path forward for the way states respond to these these tragic events and, and crisis situations before they escalate to this. But the focus of this particular case shifts as of January 25th, 2022. Haley Cummings is a minor child, and while we continue helping her family as much as possible behind the scenes, the public reporting will end here and now focus on Ratcliffe and his future court proceedings. As we mentioned in previous videos, inappropriate behavior with children online is our absolute focus. We cover a variety of cases, but this is really where our passion lies. It's a massively large problem and not enough eyes are really on it. There's, there's just way too much of it to go around for plenty of people to be able to jump in and help out. On the 19th of this month, Ratcliffe traveled from out of state to pick up a minor who he previously attempted to contact over a quite lengthy time span. Contact was cut off between the two, but Ratcliffe still proceeded to make contact online through various means. He allegedly has a very uncomfortable fascination with this minor and arranged plans to travel from Georgia to Indiana to pick her up. Twice, actually, but was only successful this time. Fake accounts that were created while the podcast was airing began to reach out to us with concerning messages that appeared to be someone impeding in the investigation and basically just the public awareness of trying to get the victim help. The anonymous account commented on several videos that were discussing Haley's disappearance and claiming that Ratcliffe perhaps was some kind of vigilante of sorts, rescuing young girls from oppressive families. We don't really know what their, what their intent was there, we can't say for sure. But the individual indicated that Jury File didn't know enough about this case to be reporting on it. They also claimed that they knew who we have spoken to and haven't regarding this case. So since we received those messages as well, we thought we would go ahead and address that because we did get comments about that as well. Or sorry, private messages. Um, so I think it's in everybody's best interest who views our channel just know where we stand considering the facts of the case. 
the user appeared to want to impede that process um the process of us finding the victim by requesting that i remove all of the content that i've shared online um they even went as far as to say that radcliffe is also missing and that was never confirmed that was never even out there as a possibility um sure no one had seen him but he wasn't he wasn't claimed to be missing there was no missing persons report filed for ratcliffe nor did his family or any friends reach out with public concern for his safety it would seem very unnatural for a worried family member to reach out about their missing relative using a fake name a fake account and attempting to hide their location Jury File is a new podcast and website platform for the missing, but we are not new to these cases. We're not new to mental health crisis. We're not new to helping victims. We have one boss, and that is we work for the victims. We don't work for anyone else. And we don't take demands very easily. If we genuinely do something wrong, we absolutely will correct that but we didn't report anything wrong in this case i never have and never will isolate my information on any given case by speaking to only one source as they claimed seeking out multiple sources of information about the case and the people involved is the only way to get to the truth so i try to capture both sides of the story and come to the most logical conclusion we worked this case for days before even sharing anything publicly and we'll continue to work on it. Let's say that a non-violent individual committed this type of crime. We don't really know that that's true or false in this situation, or I'll say we can't really say at this point. How does that really change the approach of finding a missing runaway? Overall, the family who had, they have a right to know where their underage child is, they have a right to get them help, as do the authorities but when an adult who is not the child's custodial parent steps in takes them to a non-disclosed location family and friends can only assume the worst when you move around in the shadow of darkness you can't expect to be seen as light radcliffe's intentions don't really change the situation of how law enforcement proceeds in the case or the public the user claimed that Gratcliffe was only helping the minor out of a bad situation. But an 18-year-old with limited resources is not exactly in the best position to be helping someone else's child by running away with them. So with that being said, we have more to come on this case. The focus will now be Ratcliffe. And we'll keep you updated on how this case proceeds how it's moving through the court system, and we have a lot to talk about regarding teen runaways and the things that Jury File has been working on to hopefully help families navigate through these waters when they unfortunately find themselves in the middle of this. It's a very difficult situation to manage. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow, and we also thank everyone who shared Haley's information, who reached out to the family who helped who it it was it was great to see people come together to make sure that 
they could get there to Georgia to pick her up and we are just really really thankful that the situation at least so far has worked out with a, a few positives definitely keep positive thoughts in your mind for the Cummings family and um, we will we will certainly be paying close attention to Ratcliffe's case moving forward.